Man Tools is brought to you by EXO Auto Works, Colorado Springs home of the $30 synthetic blend oil change. Includes up to five quarts and standard filter. Additional oil and specialty filters extra. Includes tire rotation and vehicle inspection. Also, $225 front or rear disc brakes. Includes new pads and rotors. Applies to most vehicles. Call now, 719-375-3232 or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. They have all the tools to help you with your audio and production needs. From tracking demos to full CD productions, reamping, mixing, mastering, and more. Want your VHS to DVD or your old cassettes and records to CD? They do that too. Whatever your needs, they can help. Call today, 719-963-2020 or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios and let them know you found out about them through Man Tools for a special discount. Morty on the Move. Morty on the Move is a killer show that highlights the Southern Colorado music scene by bringing you a live performance and interview from a different band every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Tune in at facebook.com slash Morty's page or go there after our show to see what you've been missing. Madrid Maintenance, besides being our partner for Give Mom a Hand, our community outreach program, Madrid Maintenance offers excellent handyman services in the Colorado Springs area, like sprinklers, light fixtures, electrical, plumbing, disposal and softener installs, drywall, doors, paint, flooring and tile, appliance installs, and more starting at just $35 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-963-2020 or online at facebook.com slash madridmaintenance. Tell them Mantool sent you for a special discount. And I want to thank you all for joining us. Day. until we've achieved our mission none of these demands were met video monitors we are stronger than ever and we will prove it to the world thank you all for coming Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? Just want to let y'all know you're uh, tuned into Man Tools. We are here. We are here. And we are trying to hear in the headphones. But I got nothing. I don't either. (coughs) I can can work on that while you fill. Yeah, hopefully (laughs) hopefully you guys hear us. So it's been a couple crazy weeks. We did a Best of Man Tools last week because work comes first. And it has been... It's been a crazy couple of weeks in work, Trevor. Remodeling houses, fixing toilets, uh, trying to get uh, the studio, getting it into a different zone than it was. I was having a bunch of computer problems, so not that you'd know anything about that. There we are. 
had a bunch of computer problems and then uh pulled the trigger went to the the ebay's got a new computer well new to me there you go new to me sometimes that does the trick it did the trick it's doing the trick and one thing i want to talk about real quick is how interesting it is that all of the uh software now is going license uh monthly subscription right. yep everything's doing it um, there's no more you buy it once and then it's <coughs> yours it's oh no and uh, the only way they're getting well the only way they're getting away with it is because you can either take it or leave it and uh i think they waited just long enough to where we were all sort of you know entrenched in what we were doing so and now they're not supporting the version that i have right yep it's completely not supported won't even work have to get a new iLock so I feel like i'm over a barrel so if Sucks. anyone's got a really great open source daw or a music production software that would be awesome send it over to man tools i'd like to check that out or give us a call here at the show 719-285-9863 719-285-9863 and we will uh we'll chat with you on air we have a a huge show today looks like we do we got so much to go so much to get through so much to do sorry we started late because trevor needs a new computer too <laughs> that's what it looks <laughs> like oh my goodness well Tell you what, how was your week, Trevor? Uh, not too bad. How about you? Well, like I said, just just uh, a lot of work. A lot of work, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this too. Check this out. So I've worked two twenty-four hour shifts this week, plus the regular days, because so I didn't have a guy for the maintenance crew. So I basically, you know, went to work Monday morning and went to sleep somewhere around Wednesday night, and then I did that again. What's today, Friday? <laughs> that, is, that is correct. <laughs> yes, it's Friday. <laughs> I got up Thursday at 5, and then went, uh, I'll go to sleep sometime tonight after the show. <laughs> uh, but I'm back on schedule. I'll tell you what, if uh, you have to do it, you have to have the drive. If it's your name on the sign, it's your company's name, you're the only one who's going to show up when it needs to happen. So it's been two 24-hour shifts at least or 36 hour shifts i don't even remember i'm so fried but i'll tell you the one trick that i do for the middle of the night is go grab a snacky snack right and always have a change of socks in the truck because the brand new socks is a brand new day that's that's how it feels anyway it does yeah. you pop in a pair of new socks at like 3 30 in the morning after you've been going since you know five the morning before you're like, oh, I got this. You go the whole next day. Yeah, it's kind of a it's a weird trick, but it it really, it really really works. I learned that uh I learned that on tour, we'd be driving all night, and then you have to go to sound check, pop on, and you don't have time for a shower or anything. You know, you just kind of just gotta go, and just pop on some new socks. Fresh socks is a fresh day. Changes your brain. Yeah, that's wha- one of those weird little. It's a weird psychological psychological dealy, doohickey. That's thing. the uh, technical term, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's the doohickey thingamajig. Well, we are running a little bit behind, so we got to keep going, and uh, we're gonna jump on to the news. That's shall we? it. Yep. We shall. Here we go. 
All right. Jumping in the news in uh, super awesome sauce news today. We found out that there is an adults-only theme park in Georgia that lets you drive a real tank and crush cars. It looks like uh, I can't even I can't even tell what that is. Well, that like that back there is a Bradley f- there fighting vehicle. That's not a tank. It's not ex- not technically a tank. Not technically, but but it yeah. is a a track. It is a track vehicle, vehicle that you can definitely crush some cars with. Uh, I didn't see any. Um, <laughs> I didn't see any awesome videos. I think they leave that to <laughs> whoever's going to post them on their Instagram. Right. But Tank Town USA is located in Morganton, Georgia. Morganton. Say that three times fast. Morgan. Morganton. 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 And towns in, towns in Georgia are always pronounced weird. Yeah. Like, so uh, it's like Martinez. Yeah, Martinez. <laughs> Hernandez. Gotta go to Martinez, Gotta Georgia. Gotta go to Hernandez, Georgia. So anyway, I'm feeling like next time you're on a cool cool road trip, you can, uh, yeah, thanks, you can jump on, you know, that, that nice track vehicle and demolish some cars. You can also shoot military machine guns, uh, drive an excavator. They say an actual tank, but I didn't see any pictures of that. And... Um, I think that would be a whole lot of a fun weekend. Yeah, that sounds rad. I dig it. I think that'd be super fun. Did you ever get to drive big stuff like that when you were in the army? Uh, no. About the coolest thing I got to do was ride in helicopters, which is that is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, shoot, we did that in scout camp. Uh, yeah, but we did like Map of the Earth, <laughs> <laughs> which right. is a whole different experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on, moving on. Keep the show rolling. Let's see. Up next, we have uh, stupid human tricks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are uh, uh, alphas, and not in the um, in the psychological sense, but in the uh, physicality sense. And that's the term where somebody is hyperkinetic. Right. Yep. Very good. They can, you know. The Harlem Globetrotters, all those guys are hyperkinetic. They right. c- whatever they do, whatever they want to do with a basketball, just makes it happen. Yes. Yep. Yes. So check this guy out. For some reason, our sound on videos is not working. Nah, that's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shooting pool with a tape measure. This guy's ridiculous. He's a freaking drywall ninja. <laughs> well, juggling hammers, that's a thing. How come I never get on job sites with these guys? That'd be way too much fun. That's probably why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd ruin it by having them work. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. So, in order to in order to take this long, in order to get this, uh, nope, that didn't do it either. Okay, <laughs> he had it for a minute. Well, it, it but it was only for us because I switched. Oh, uh, which audio it was? Ah, oh, that's all right. 
Coming up next in the news, driverless cars will lead to more sex in cars. Study finds. This is out of the New York Post, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So. Okay. <laughs> Trevor. I see we're new to podcasting here. Yes, yes we are. <laughs> it's on a different page. Go back a page. Ah, that'll work. Somebody's soon. Anyway, so check this out. Uh, this new study is showing... Ah, I'm trying to get back to where I was. There we go. So a new study is showing that self-driving vehicles lead or is leading to a rise in sex in cars while driving. Now, that that does sound where exciting. Where this where this <laughs> it does sound exciting. It sounds pretty awesome. I'm going to buy a Tesla soon just for that. The now here's here's where this all got started and what they imply in this article at some point if you guys want to check it out what they're implying is that at some point on one of the porn sites, Pornhub.com, the top video of uh, a few months back was sex in self-driving Tesla. All so right. Everybody's searching for that. So that's what's going to happen. If I mean, that just makes your commute to work a whole lot better. The problem with that is, see, men just want sex. So why, if you get it in the morning on your way to work, why go to work? You're done for the day. Yeah, exactly. You're done. You're I achieved my goal. <laughs> You're done for the day. So why go to work? Time. Development. Why even deal with it? I don't even know what this car is, where the seats are facing each other. I have no idea what I, it is. I don't know what that is. Some weird prototype, it looks like. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Driverless cars will lead to more sex in cars while driving. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, I don't think we needed a study to figure that out. All right, spinning on. This one is, uh, I don't think I'm going to get through this with a straight face because my inner 12-year-old. Oh, yeah, this <laughs> this is one I found. Uh, <clears throat> so this comes from Australia. So today was not a good day for first turnout. Hopefully it stops raining. There are many reasons why people sleep in the mud or getting hurt. One of them is animal cruelty. Mass meat production leads to animals spending their entire lives in cages, waiting to be killed for human consumption. Although there are regulations set for this kind of production, many people disagree with the conditions they are kept in and believe that animals aren't here just for humans. Other people choose to be vegan for nutritional reasons. One of the things I think is really important for people to know is that there's a huge amount of scientific evidence that really points to the ability of a vegan diet to lower the risk for a lot of people. Deanna is definitely a badass woman. She works hard and like a role model. One of the common misconceptions about vegan eating is that people care don't get And the truth is, on a vegan diet, if you're getting an adequate number of calories throughout the day, and eating a wide variety of plant-based foods. Two, it's very rare that people on a vegan diet three. don't. Yeah, this happened. Uh, go, 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 girls! So um, happy! Oh, that's it! That's the excitement! Uh, what, what, uh, <laughs> They're like, this is unbelievable! Yeah, Look at all this clover! <laughs> It's refreshing to know that they're they're safe now. They don't ever have to worry about food or shelter again. They're just they're home and they're healthy and they can stay that way. Yes, go, go, go! 
smiled this big in so long. <laughs> Look at this. It's like the greatest feeling in the world to be able to watch them and just be happy, happy girls. This is home now. And they are each other's homes. How long have you been waiting to say that joke? <laughs> All week. <laughs> Since you found that article? Yeah. Yes. It's been waiting, folks. Just waiting. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, we've got up next is a video. We're not going to get sound. I don't know why. Uh, it's fine. Just not I don't think we need cooperating. it. I don't think we need it. This is, uh, unless that'll work, but we'll, we'll try. We'll, we'll try. see what happens. This is a twerking class. Well, she just outed all of her sisters. <laughs> Can we watch that again? That was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Links in description. I would like to meet the genius that came up with the idea the of teaching a class on this. He's he's behind that two, what, <laughs> two way back, mirror. I'll be sitting back there. He's behind that two way mirror feeding <laughs> the geese. Ah, <laughs> oh, mixing a bad. Um. Well, speaking of bad parenting. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh. A woman here in our local area uh, found an injured bobcat and um, decided instead of just like calling the Division of Wildlife to sure. do whatever they she need to, to do, take, she wanted to take it to the she vet. She put it in her car and drove to the nearest Division of Wildlife. And um, yeah, it's not. Uh, That's that not can't cool. be pretty. But picks up an injured bobcat and places it in her car with her kid. Now wildlife officials are warning others who might try and do the same thing. Good evening, I'm Heather Skold. And I'm Bart Bedsell. Thanks for making us your choice for oh, news at 10 o'clock. Wildlife officers are issuing a stern warning tonight saying when it comes to helping injured animals, keep your paws off. And it comes after a Colorado Springs ha, woman womp, womp. put an injured <laughs> bobcat <laughs> in her SUV with her small child on board for the ride. News Channel Feeds Kristen like, Scavira spoke to wildlife face, officials I get today. The yeah, the officers I spoke to say they know people have the very best intentions and a ton of compassion for the animals they're trying to save, but this situation could have ended very badly. 
On a stretch of road in Colorado Springs, a woman saw an injured bobcat and stopped to help. Honestly, we get quite a few calls where people call them bobcats and they end up just being a manx. So I was really honestly thinking it was going to be a domestic cat. Uh, but it did turn out to be an actual wild bobcat in the back of her car. Sarah Watson with Colorado Parks and Wildlife answered the call. Uh, I would estimate it was about the same size as this one. She met the woman near Woodman and Academy. I believe it was more days than anything from being hit by the car. This was the face that greeted Watson when she opened the door. CPW tweeting this picture saying, notice its large teeth, imagine the claws within its big paws. The big cat covered with a cloth was suffering from paralysis in its back legs from the accident. Still, it had some fight left in it. They do have teeth, they do have claws, and they move really quickly. Watson used a catch pole and says that's when the cat came to. As soon as I pulled it out of the car, it fought me. It was striking, hissing growling. All this plus Being the realization <laughs> the bobcat had been put in the vehicle with the woman's young child inside. There was a child that had been in the vehicle. Um, when I got there, they were both outside of it. It was very much capable of going through and clawing and biting if it felt the need to. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but experts say when it comes to wild animals, even fawns or bunnies leave rescue efforts to the professionals. We understand people have a compassion for animals and we do too that's why we get into this job that's why we respond as quickly as possible and if you see a bobcat in the wild keep your distance and move along yeah just leave it alone sadly i mean the road to hell is paved with good intentions yes that could have gone a lot worse that could have been bad and speaking of fawns leave them alone leave them alone like most of the time when you see a fawn that you think has been abandoned by its mother uh she still has to eat and like get food for them and stuff. So it's very common for the mother deer to temporarily leave them just hanging out somewhere and go do her thing. She will be back uh-huh. barring. I mean, obviously she could right. die on the way or whatever, but get leave them alone. Put in the back just seat with a kid. Yeah. <laughs> What's oh, a deer? It's hurt. Oh dear. <laughs> no, it's not. It's dinner. <laughs> anyway, Colorado boy. Uh, yeah, stay, just leave them be. Uh, next week we'll have an interesting story about some dumbasses fucking with an elk at a park. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going Colorado right now. People forget that wild animals are wild animals. Yes, they do. Oh, it comes right up to me. It must be tame. Uh, no. No. It either wants to fight you eat you or fuck you that's all it thinks about <laughs> that's right that's all it's thinking about it's a wild critter um so up next we have i kind of thought about making this its own segment and that may be how we do it in the future all right well let's, let's I have, find a new segment do we I, need, do we need <laughs> theme music for it <laughs> da, 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 da. this is uh this is a bit of a rant for me uh i am getting sick and tired of this whole cancel culture where like somebody gets a break and uh, or comes to some kind of notoriety and then people go, well, let's find what they said five years ago that we can fuck them over with and get them fired. Interesting. You know what I mean? Okay. Which, is, which has been quite common. Is this Recently, a thing? Is this a thing? Yeah. yeah defined so, as? And they've got a word for it now, cancel, cancel culture. Cancel culture. So <laughs> if you, you come into, so yeah, I don't. They so wanna, if, you come they into pro- if you come into prominence or prosperity, they will dig up anything in your past at all. 
to get you canceled. To get you canceled. Yes. So, so uh, we're like gonna what's, s- what's happening with our uh, our good buddy? <laughs> and his which which good buddy? Uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> dude, with Netflix and the whole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. This is related. So uh, this dude, Shane Gillis, was one of three cast members who uh, was announced new cast members for Saturday Night Live. This was a couple weeks ago. Um, And then someone found he was on a podcast and they got into uh, I think they were actually talking about that politician who's running for president, Andrew Yang. Uh, who happens to be half Jewish, and he <laughs> was using the term something like Jew chink or kike chink, <laughs> which, so, yes, yeah, racist. Um, at least this site is calling, oh, no, I'm sorry, they called them comments. So that's my first problem. It was jokes. Right. They may have been in bad, very bad taste. And Poor joke. Poor taste jokes. But they were jokes. He was not seriously saying, like, uh, I really think we should put all Asians in camps or something, right? You know, horrendous like that. Um, so uh, SNL very quickly decided that uh, he was not going to join the cast uh-huh. uh, because of this discovery. And again, these these jokes were some time ago, um, and they had to dig to find him. And of course, now the clips are all gone. You, if you want to try to find him, you really can't. Um, <laughs> but wow. I want to point out, so this is SNL. At the same time, they were hiring, and I guess this may be why they had part of a problem with this, they were hiring their first Asian cast member. So one of the three, I said earlier they were hiring three yes. new cast members. One of the three was an Asian, Asian guy. <clears throat> now, I want to also point out, SNL has been on the air for 45 years and they're just say, now hiring an Asian guy. I was trying to think about that. Going, wait a minute, that can't be right. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Mad TV. Mad TV jumped all over Bobby Lee. Yeah, that's where <clears throat> exactly. So, and I would like to point out, at least at one time, SNL uh, thought this was funny. Thought this is pretty now, funny. Another edition Already of know what's happening. Hotel. So the whole stick here is just that he's a samurai. All right, I'm going to stop it there because it's from NBC, so we're definitely going to get a copyright claim, claim. and it may get pulled down if I play any more of it while we're not uh, actually commenting on it. So at one time, SNL thought this was funny. However, and I get it, now now times change, but my point is that there's an attitude of like, if you're not the right people, you're not allowed to grow and change and correct yourself. Um. And I want, then I want to show now an example of what SNL will be missing out on because this is fucking awesome and oddly prophetic. Okay. <laughs> so this was written and stars Mr. Shane Gillis and uh, his writing partner, Victor Dweck. 
The firefighters worked tirelessly to tackle the blaze that engulfed an entire three-story townhome in West Philadelphia. The family of four was saved thanks to the efforts of one firefighter, Shane McGillis. Shane, you fought this fire for three hours. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty brutal up there. Can you I... confirm this is you? Wow. Yes, uh, we, this is, we have an unnamed source claiming you may, in fact, be a white supremacist. So white, I'm not a white supremacist. Again, very oddly prophetic. Yeah. Uh, an entire <laughs> family prophetic. Wow. up there. And uh, not, not that it matters at all, but those were, Mexi those were Mexicans. The family there. was, in fact, Guatemalan. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I didn't go to college, so. Are you saying <laughs> that all Hispanics look the same? What's this? What are you doing? Let's do it. Let's see some more footage. Oh, dude. I, I love Trump. I love Donald Trump so much, dude. What the f***? Was this you last night? Is this... Are we not talking about the fire that This happened? is about whether or not you were fit to be fighting fire the night after a bender. There was no... There, I was not on a bender. Breaking news, folks. Was a local <laughs> was, conservative firefighter too intoxicated to be doing his job? There's nothing... There's no break. There's no we break. now have Shane's best friend, Barry, on the line. Ah, Jesus Christ. They got Barry? Holy shit, Am I on TV? Barry shared a screenshot of your text with him last night. At 1.13 a.m., you texted him... Y'all want to get pancakes. <laughs> what the fuck, Barry? They told me they were the FBI. Why would they be the FBI? I don't know, man. I'm still drunk. At 2.15 a.m., escorts. Escorts in my area. Oh, see, I know what happened. Shane thought he was on Google, but he was actually still texting Barry, me. shut the f*** up. All right, no, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop this one there as well. But you get... You get my point is there now SNL is missing out on having, <laughs> on having this a creative, hilarious motherfucker creative talent <laughs> on their show. And I get, you know, I'm not defending what he actually no. said or anything, but it's like this attitude of Well, look, he just he just made you, a really uh, j they just poked at him about Mexicans and Guatemalans. Yes. <laughs> Whew. Well, I didn't go to college. But they <laughs> they could have had sketches like this in the upcoming season. Uh, and they're they're missing out. Um, another even worse example of cancel culture comes in the form of this poor guy, uh, Carson King, who's a, f a fan of uh, Iowa football. Uh, he was <clears throat> the way he kind of came to prominence. He was at an Iowa State football uh, game and held up uh, <laughs> held up a sign. Uh, <laughs> I guess saying Bush Light Supply needs to be replenished and giving his Venmo address for donations. So he started bringing in, he raised like a million dollars with this sign. So huh. he has donated the bulk of that to, to the, children's the Children's Hospital. Then Anheuser-Busch, because he's apparently a fan of Bush Light, jumped in and was like, we're going to match we'll your match donations. Of course you do. <clears throat> um, so then <laughs> someone working for... I want to find the uh, the um, the name of the newspaper. Wow, you even got a space because on the can. Yeah, yeah, they were like, it was really cool. Um, I think it's like the Iowa Registrar. Uh, it's Anyways, sure. they dug up from eight years ago tweets. And it wasn't even his words. He was tweeting out um, <laughs> a quote 
from an episode of Tosh.0 okay. that involves some racism and said, lol or whatever, I think this is funny. Right. At the time, eight years ago, he was 16 years old. So, and this guy is just like, he's raising money for like a kid's hospital. Not That wasn't the goal that, that he set out with to start with. He could have kept that but, money. Yeah. So he did this really good thing, is obviously not that person anymore, because he's like 24, and at the time was 16. Think about the difference. Oh, big time. And, you know, um, so <laughs> he made this apology. Um Eventually, I think to their credit, the newspaper fired the reporter that dug up the dirt. They were like, that's not what we want you to be doing. But the flip to that is they published it. So and they sold a ton of papers. <laughs> and they sold papers. Um, and now, kind of another bright side, the Iowa Oktoberfest. Uh, oh, so Bush Light then put out a statement. We are no longer associating ourselves with yeah, this guy. Yeah, can't now. Um, so the Iowa Oktoberfest is not going to offer Bush Light. Because they want to stick up for Mr. King here. Wow. Um, but again, this is another part of this. This all started with. The oh, Dick- someone knows about him, this so was, we got to cancel. This all started him. with the Dixie Chicks. Kind of, yeah. I mean, not not going. It was easier because they were like, "Yeah, go Bush," and, or "No, fuck Bush," yeah. or whatever it was. Right. I don't even care. Like. Um. Yeah, but I think they, that, and then they just died like a horrible death. Well. Uh, you need to understand your audience in that situation too. Yeah, you do. Um, if you're is, a, if you're a country music singer and you, but see, <laughs> that's, that's the that's first president be, from Texas. It's got to be where it started because <laughs> here's this: the, the media just jumped on it. Everybody bought it. We're like, you know, jump on this bandwagon over something they said, and then you know, now nah, we got our pound of flesh. They don't have a record deal anymore. Blah blah blah. Yes, and, and I think and that is where it's it started. Devolved it's into this, spiraled into going back. Now yeah, the other th- God, thank God there wasn't the other thing I want to point out is this reporter had to uh basically search for these key key words through this guy's Twitter feed to find those. Yeah, like actually, his purpose had to be I, I know there's some dirt on this guy somewhere, let's find so it. So I'm gonna look for anything of these keywords, you know, you do the search in quotes and find yeah. those words together. Yeah, he dug. Um and uh, and uh, what I'm what irritates me about both of these is like in the case of Shane Gillis, who's a comic. Uh, yeah, maybe he made a poor choice trying to work out some things that he thought might be funny on this podcast. But that's what comics do. Like not everything is a polished, uh, you know, Netflix special. Right. Um, and there's a process to get there. You have to you have you to have, try the jokes. You have to test market your stuff. <laughs> And if you flop, you can't just be all Johnny Carson and be all yeah. blammo. <laughs> um, and it's, I, I don't think, I think SNL's point of view should have been like, well, is he funny? Can he write what we want him to write and perform what we want him to perform? Do, is he still saying, you know, Jew chink or whatever? The, the knee-jerk reaction, and <laughs> you're going to get misquoted right there, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you're totally screwed. I know. The knee-jerk reaction of, oh, it's it just it sounds like he could have possibly at some point said something that maybe somebody would be offended by, so therefore we can't associate ourselves with him at all. It's, that's that's not right. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, huh. taken to the furthest extent that it can be, 
um, it can end with, you know, somebody like committing suicide. Like imagine if this Carson King dude, what if that stuck and nobody stuck up for him? Mm -hmm. And it ended with like maybe his employer goes, oh, we're going to have to let you go. Let you go. Now you can't (laughs) be hired anywhere. You know, uh, you take everything from somebody and then they literally have nothing to lose. Right. Hmm. <clears throat> so, if I if I were firing on all eight cylinders, I'd be more of a foil for well, you. Well, and the the point I'm getting at is the person you were yesterday is not the person you are today, and that applies for all of us. And this idea that uh, you know, it seems that only s- certain people, uh, particularly within certain political stuff, uh, when it, and when it comes to politics, it's like if you're not a progressive or a leftist yeah like you can't get away with human growth sure <coughs> it's well you're trying to, i'm digging back in my brain i'm trying to think about <coughs> i'm just trying to think about it like i remember all the the really bad jokes from fifth and sixth grade and i i remember I but rem- could you imagine if the if twitter had been around and you put that on twitter and now somebody was like well well i remember sitting there going I'm not going to have a racist like you work on my house. Exactly. <laughs> We're not going to do that. I remember sitting there in the lunchroom, and they're telling these jokes, and I'm sitting there going, but you guys are you guys are of Latino descent, and you think this shit's funny. I don't even get it. Like, maybe I'm not part of the culture. I felt bad for not being, for not getting the jokes. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't even get it. Well, and the other, the other th- uh, thing I want to point out with Shane Gillis uh <laughs> I also kind of blame Andrew Yang, and here's why I'm going to say that. He came out and said, oh, well, Shane Gellis definitely shouldn't be fired from SNL, and I'm not sure anyone had thought of firing him until he said that. Oh. You know what I mean? A little bit of a... Like, he preemptively made a statement, and he may have been coming from an honest, I really Maybe. don't think yeah. that he should be fired, but... I don't know that SNL necessarily had the idea of letting him go until it was brought up by somebody else. Right. <clears throat> then it's like, uh oh. Oh, yeah, we can There's just fire going him. To be backlash. <laughs> Might as well just get rid of him. So, well, if you're going to do that, I mean, you might as well out half of Congress, POTUS. Um, well, then it's like, how far back do you go? And uh, another funny thing that happened with, uh, with the. Uh, the, the dude at the newspaper on the Carson King thing was then supporters of Mr. King <laughs> started digging into this reporter's Twitter. Oh boy. And they found some rather insensitive tweets of his own. And they're like, what about this? Like, you know what you're, you're exempt from uh-huh. uh, being shit on, but right. uh, this guy, you know, from 16 to 24, he can't be a different person. Hmm. <clears throat> and especially with this dude, cause he was, he, he's, gone from being a dumbass teenager to a grown-up raising a million dollars for a children's hospital on accident just by going here's my venmo i need beer i need beer (laughs) by being by being a little bit of a jackass and and then because he mentioned a brand that brand was like yeah we're we're in well let's do this holy crap they made a million bucks (laughs) all right yeah we'll yeah duh put your face on a can and let's help some kids (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Therein lies pro- part of the problem about, um, part of the big problem about censorship, self-censorship, and the fact that you can put anything that you think out into the ether, you really probably shouldn't. 
because people don't think when they're sitting there behind there. That's and that's when true. they're sitting in the Oval Office and uh, <laughs> tweeting things. They just they don't that's, think. That's also true. But I I think we've gone like the consequences for basically saying something stupid, which when you were when from when, twenty years ago, and yes, yeah. But it's it's people act like. Uh, Somehow Twitter is not the internet version of just blurting shit out, which is what exactly what it is. It is. You know, remember I, Rosie O'Donnell, was, or I mean, uh, Roseanne Barr? Roseanne Barr said some dumb <laughs> shit and got got shit canned on her show. Yeah. She said some stupid... And then she did the honorable thing and said, sign the rights of the show away so that those people could keep could working keep without working. her. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. I was gonna go somewhere with that, but I I lost tangent. Well, anyways, I'm uh, outrage. Uh, I mean, uh, cancel culture is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's not like oh well, a consistent. I can understand if it's a consistent pattern of like, dude, this guy constantly is saying racist stuff. But if it's like one podcast appearance or the one tweet from the when he was one, sixteen, one tweet that he was paraphrasing poorly. and he was quoting somebody else yeah. it wasn't like he came up with it he just said i find this funny and sure. they're like well that's a problem that's what i was bringing up the whole joke thing it's like why is no one straight. shitting on tosh daniel well, tosh yeah why for making the joke in the first he's place he's the one who made the joke in the first place <clears throat> huh anyways yeah that's my little rant and well, i think we're maybe, gonna maybe to, in the future it'll gonna, be a, its own segment of it might trevor's be, rants trevor's <laughs> rants we're gonna have to keep an eye on that this uh, cancel culture thing. Because I think you're going to lose out on a whole lot of smart people. Well, yeah, I mean, Clever on his own, Shane Gillis did that sketch with the, the firefighters. Yeah. I could see that being on SNL. Oh, like, yeah, he that's top notch. Would, it would be great on that show, and they're missing out on a huge talent, I think, because, you know, yes, he said something stupid, but, um, you know, it wasn't, I don't think it's it should be the kind of thing where, he should have to pay for it uh, by not yeah. having that opportunity now. So left turn, but staying on topic. I've been watching Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland. Yes, I've heard that's a good show. I, I highly recommend it. it. Without any spoilers, um, there are many scenes with the uh, uh, press pool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the writers of that show do not think very highly <laughs> of the press of pool. Of modern journalism. And I use that term purposefully, modern journalism, because those, what that entails is not journalism at all, especially what I learned in college 25 years ago. Right? Yeah. It's not journalism. Anything I've read <laughs> in the news lately, in the news news, especially like some of the big boys, it's not news. It's an advertorial. Well, they've all gone to this clickbait business model because... Because it sells. Actual newspaper, like who the fuck gets... My parents, who are 70, are about yeah. the only people I know that get an actual newspaper Do you, do you remember the Christmas story? He's like, some guy swallowed a yo-yo down in Terre Haute. <laughs> She's like, that's not news. He's like, that's real news. And all this politics <laughs> slop. And I'm like, that is news. That that's, is news. That's, that's important to know. Now it's an odd segment <laughs> on, you know, uh, morning radio shows. It's weird news this week. That's actually, that's good news. I'm not. 
Well, look at how the press twisted the thing with Mr. With Mr. Gillis there, Shane Gillis. Yeah, completely. Uh, they kept calling him statements and comments, and I'm like, they're fucking jokes, man. Yeah, he was making a joke. Like, me, yes, was it was a bad character. joke, but it was a joke. Yeah, he was he was on he appeared on a podcast, which the podcast he was on, uh, I forget if it was Legion of Skanks or the other I was one, saying, probably or the other savory. one that uh, Mr. Uh, I think it was Luis Gomez who is I'm sure within the context of the conversation a he was probably the tamest one <laughs> knowing that group of guys who who I applaud them because they just don't give a fuck they're like whatever man we yeah. do our thing there's no way to when and and their thing is we own all of our stuff kind of like what we're doing right you can't really completely take it away you can yeah. kick us off a platform you can, you maybe can. but Trevor, you can we look got up somewhere my, else to put out. You can look up my tweets and you fire me for <laughs> not being manly. Um, yeah, but anyways, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, hmm. We're gonna have to keep an eye on that. So maybe it's a good idea, ladies and gentlemen, not to post every fucking thing that pops into your head. True, that'd be great. And, and not maybe, every fucking meal you put on the table either. That'd also be great. <laughs> I saw a great meme about that though, that showed all these medieval paintings of like bread, wine, and cheese, and they're yes, like, the original Instagram. <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, have some class or whatever. You know, no one until now has posted their food, and it's like, yeah, they did. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> it's funny. Well, we're gonna move on. It's uh, time for a little his. That's right. Story. Let's get it. So this week in his story, uh, we start with uh, September 27th, 1939. Hang on, we're getting there. (laughs) (laughs) When Germany occupied Warsaw as Poland fell to Germany and the Soviet Union, which means that on September 28th, Uh (laughs) that was the demarcation line for the country. Uh, It's also where we get the term Warsaw Pact because... uh, I think after this, Stalin and Hitler signed an agreement that uh, they would leave it that way and neither one would aggress on the other. And then, of course, Hitler went back on that and started pushing further yep. <laughs> into Poland. Hitler liked the ball sack right there. I mean, the Bolkoviks. I mean, the ball sack. He liked the ball sack that's right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, September 28th. 1924, uh, uh, yeah. three U.S. Army aircraft arrived in Seattle uh, after completing a 22-day round-the-world flight, which I, and I believe it was the first round-the-world flight, at least by the Army. By the Army. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I think that's so That was so a big cool. deal. So freaking cool. Yeah, that's wild. That thing looks... Dangerous. 
That thing does look crazy. Look, it's got a big old radiator on it. I can't imagine. Tw- I, I and I don't. I'm curious. Like, how often did they stop? Oh, you don't. You, know what you I mean? hang your ass over the side of that thing and you take a dump. No, no, I know for that. But like, <laughs> you know, no, they, they, there was no like inner no, refueling, no so they had to they fueling. had to land to refuel. Yep. You know. Yeah. Well, and it's there nuts. were the logistics <clears throat> and the the international agreements that had to happen. Oh yeah, you'd have to have like. There, there yes, you can land so here. Much, yes, you can get fuel from us. So much you know, all of that lined up. Involved. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, we're we're talking 1924. So you know, we're talking W1. We're talking pre just pre depression. Yep. It's yeah. Uh, uh let's see. September 29th, 1493. I need to zoom that one in for sure. For sure. Christopher de, Christopher de Columbus uh, figured out the world was round, <laughs> but he screwed up by like a quarter of the planet. Uh, yes. Go he, math. So, sort of. He uh, <laughs> September 29th, 1493, uh, Christopher Columbus left Cadiz, Spain, on his second voyage to the New World. Um, and the whole Earth is flat thing that that's kind of a myth. Every, everyone that could read back then knew, which since given was a small segment of the population, but everyone that could read knew that it was yeah, round. Since Archimedes. We've known that since the well. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, come on, boys and well, girls. Well, they, I mean, the ancient Egyptians figured out the circumference. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. close. Uh, they didn't have pi, but they used three, mm-hmm. which is a, a Pretty very close, close approximation to figure something like that out. Yep. <clears throat> um, Let's see, September 30th. <laughs> what? It's as far as I can get. Um, September, yeah, where was I? September 30th, 1846. The first anesthetized tooth extraction was performed by Dr. William Morton in Charleston, Massachusetts. And I'm not sure if that's exactly no. that, but uh, what did they this use? is a very early, I think it was like ether on a bandage and then just... Mm-hmm. Breathe. Yep. <laughs> Go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure the coughing your fits are amazing. Toofy, your toofy will be gone. Your soon. tooth will be gone, but your lungs will be burning. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, October 1st, 1890, Yosemite National Park was dedicated in California. And that's pretty, one of pretty. the amazing views you can get there. Pretty pretty, um, and the the if I recall correctly, the first national park. Likely, I think so. I think so. Um, more flying or, news. There we go. October second, nineteen oh nine. Yeah, more flying news. Zoom that bad boy in a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> this this is wild to me. Orville Wright sets an altitude record flying at sixteen hundred feet uh-huh. <laughs> this exceeded the previous record set by hubert latham of 508 <laughs> and less than 20 years later the military is flying around the world yes yep so hey man you know we don't come from you know monkeys bro because we don't we don't come from monkeys bro <laughs> so like how can we come from the caves to like 
you know, having cell phones in only a short period of time. Because in 20 years, we went from going from 500 fucking feet to going around the world. Well, it's funny. The leaps and stalls in humanity yeah. are, are crazy. Because, yeah, we got... But the flip side to that is, like, if you look at Gene Roddenberry's work, uh, what is it? Within 50 to 100 years, we should be getting warp. Right. And it's like, I, I have serious doubts that that's... If you look at Chris McFarlane's know, work...
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.